welcome back to episode 48 of the Counties of England podcast. In this week's episode, we will be covering the county home to the historic landmark that is Stonehenge, the county home to the Magic Roundabout, and the county where the discovery of oxygen took place. This week, we will be covering the county of Wiltshire. Wiltshire is a county located in the southwest of England. It is bordered by six counties. Dorset to the south, Hampshire to the southeast, Berkshire to the east, Oxfordshire to the northeast, Gloucestershire to the north, and Somerset to the west. Wiltshire has a population of 720,060, which puts it as the 15th smallest county in terms of this statistic. In terms of area, Wiltshire is the 14th largest county, and so in terms of population density, Wiltshire houses 535 people per square mile, putting it as the 12th, la- uh, 12th smallest county in terms of this statistic. Wiltshire is split into just two districts, these being Wiltshire and Swindon. The county town of Wiltshire is Trowbridge, but the largest town is actually Swindon. The median salary in Wiltshire is £30,300, which puts it just below the UK average of £31,500. The unemployment rate is 3.5%, which puts it below the UK average of 4.8%. And the average house price, according to Zoopla estimates, is £334,790, which puts it ever so slightly above the national average of around £330,000. Wiltshire is divided up into seven different parliamentary constituencies. All seven of these are represented by Conservative MPs. Swindon, which is obviously a town in Wiltshire, is home to what has become colloquially known as the Magic Roundabout, a transport oddity so curious that it even has its own Wikipedia entry. This colossal, often complicated roundabout system has six of its own miniature roundabouts and almost 40 different directional exits. Swindon's Magic Roundabout is one of the most complex rotaries in the world. Located in Swindon, which is, of course, in Wiltshire, it has five smaller roundabouts, direct, traffic, clockwise, while cars travel counterclockwise around the inner circle. Built at the crossroads of five large roadways, this juggernaut of a junction opened in September 1972, designed by engineer Frank Blackmore of the British Transport and Road Research Laboratory. It is perhaps one of the only uh, places in the UK where such a structure will be found. It's a baffling and intimidating experience for newcomers, and in 2009 it was voted the fourth scariest junction in Britain. Though there have been 14 serious accidents and just over 100 lesser ones recorded in 25 years, that rate is less than one would expect for such a busy junction. Most accidents have involved cyclists and motorcyclists, and now a cycle lane running right around the outside of the roundabout with pelican crossings should ensure that the magic roundabout becomes as safe as it is efficient. Stonehenge is one of the most famous landmarks in the UK and is located just outside Salisbury in Wiltshire. It went through various transformations and didn't begin as a ring of stones. The circular earth bank and ditch that surrounds the stones can be dated back to about 3100 BC, while the first stones are believed to have been raised at the site between 
2400 and 2200 BC. This clip will explain a little bit more about the history of Stonehenge. There are hundreds of myths and legends about the creation of Stonehenge, the most colourful of which involve the likes of giants, Merlin and even aliens. Obviously, this is not the case. The truth is that Stonehenge is a masterpiece of human ingenuity. The first Stonehenge was a simple circular ditch dug with antler tools around 5,000 years ago. By around 2,500 BC, larger stones had been brought to the site, including giant sarsen stones from North Wiltshire, which could weigh as much as 30 tonnes. We're not entirely sure how the stones were transported, but it is thought that they were dragged on wooden rollers and loaded onto rafts where possible. Smaller blue stones were also brought to the site from Wales, a journey of over 250 kilometres. The stones were then worked into shape using hammer stones and erected using precisely interlocking joints, unseen at any other prehistoric monument. Ramps and counterweights were probably used to tip the upright stones into place and a platform and levers likely raised the lintels. To fit the upright stones with the horizontal lintels, mortise holes and protruding tenons were created. The lintels were slotted together using tongue and groove joints, usually only found in woodworking. Erecting these stones took as long as 50 years, and the entire development of the monument took even longer, up to 800 years in total. Our ingenious ancestors brought engineering to a monumental scale, and in the process, created the most iconic prehistoric structure in the world. For the next few hundred years, the stones were rearranged and new ones added, with the formation we know today being created between 1930 and 1600 BC. In 2013, a team of archaeologists excavated the cremated remains of 50,000 bones at the site, belonging to 63 men, women and children. These bones date back as early as 3000 BC, though some of them only dated back to 2500 BC. This suggests that the Stonehenge may have been a burial ground at the start of its history, though it is not clear if that was the site's primary purpose. According to a legend, the wizard Merlin removed Stonehenge from Ireland where it had been erected by giants and rebuilt it in Wiltshire as a memorial to the 3,000 nobles slain in battle with the Saxons. There was a battle that took place in Stonehenge called the Battle of the Beanfield and it was a clash between a convoy of approximately 600 New Age travellers and around 1,300 policemen that took place over the course of several hours on the 1st of June 1985. The battle erupted when the travellers who were en route to Stonehenge to set up, to set up the Stonehenge Free Festival were stopped at a police roadblock seven miles from the landmark. The confrontation turned violent, with eight police and 16 travellers being hospitalised and 537 of the travellers arrested in one of the biggest mass arrests of civilians in English history. And the enduring uh, myths surrounding Stonehenge make the UNESCO World Heritage Site uh, hugely popular. When it first opened to the public as a tourist attraction in the 20th century, visitors were able to walk among the stones and even climb on them. However, due to serious erosion of the stones, the monument has been roped off since 1997 and visitors are only now allowed to view the stones from a distance. Exceptions are made during the summer and winter solstice 
and the spring and autumn equinoxes, though. The flag of Wiltshire was registered with the Flag Institute on the 1st of December 2009. It depicts a great bustard in gold on a solid green circle representing the open grassland. The border of the circle in six sections alternating green and white evokes the stone circles of Stonehenge and Avebury. The six portions also represent Wiltshire's six surrounding counties. Gloucestershire, Oxfordshire, Berkshire, Hampshire, Dorset and Somerset. Some more fun facts about Wiltshire include The official discovery of oxygen took place in Wiltshire, specifically in Cowan. The theory and discovery of the element is credited to Joseph Priestley, a local Earl's librarian who experimented with the separation of air and mercury. He used candles to analyse oxygen and this discovery took place in 1774. Salisbury Cathedral is something of a marvel to many building enthusiasts and history buffs. That's because it not only has the biggest spire of any cathedral in the UK, but that it was actually designed and built in a completely different within a century. Uh, William Golding was a school teacher in Salisbury at Bishop Wordsworth, and some believe that it was his observation of pupil behaviour at this school which went on to him... Uh, writing the iconic novel The Lord of the Flies. In Golding's book, a band of schoolboys wash up on a desert island and are forced to fend for themselves. Wiltshire is very popular with active people for its amazing cycleway. This cycling paradise is more than just your run-of-the-mill uh, bike promenade. It's around 120 miles long and is amongst uh, several national cycling paths which intersect the lower reaches of the county. Wiltshire underwent something of a railway revolution between the years of 1851 and 1901. As transport across the UK started to evolve, the county was well known for providing extensive employment to local people in the form of rail staffing. It is thought that 12 times as many people were employed on the railways than there were 50 years previously. And Wiltshire is of course known to millions worldwide as the site of Stonehenge. Uh, the stone circle has mystified people for decades, even centuries, and there's been plenty dug up from near to the circle or around it. And there are more than 300 different Stonehenge artefacts on display nearby. It is thought that if you take into all the man hours that went into creating the circle, around 15,000 years were invested in the building of Stonehenge. There is a rather strange church which you'll find in Westbury. Specifically at all at the All Saints Church, it's here where you'll find a clock without a face. And Wessex was a kingdom in England which has since devolved over the centuries. However, it has an important and historical link to Wiltshire's past. So much so that the county wouldn't even have its name without the town of Wilton, which was once the capital of Wessex. And that just about wraps it up for this week's episode. As ever, I really hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, next week's episode will be on Worcestershire, so stay tuned for that on the 4th of December. Have a good week until then, and I will talk to you again next Saturday. Bye.